Koenig, and this is today's Daily Nugget. Well, we're at another tough passage here, and I told you this one was going to get tricky, so I'm just going to read it. Here we go. All right. For Christ also suffered, picking up where we left off before, once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the Spirit, in which... He went and proclaimed to the spirits in prison because they formerly did not obey. When God's patience waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was being prepared, in which a few, that is eight persons, were brought safely through water. Baptism, which corresponds to this, now saves you, not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is in, in, at the right hand of God, with angels, authorities, and powers having been subjected to him. Okay. Whew. All right. So we talked a little bit about these spirits, and I told you that, that I believe that they are spirits in some sort of a hell, uh, and the, the word is prison. I didn't get into that yesterday. Uh, and then it, it hints that, that some of these spirits were around in the time of the flood. Um, people suppose that perhaps these were the spirits and of the souls of the, the people who died during the flood. I, I cannot say that. It seems to me much more like they're spirits in the sense of angels um, and fallen angels, that is, demons. Um, so where it gets interesting is it talks about the flood. And it talks about, and specifically... Peter's tracking in his mind here about what the flood was like. So in the flood, you have eight people saved by God in this ark. And everyone around them has an opportunity uh, to repent, turn to the Lord, but they don't. And then when the floods come, they are not saved. And then um, it's interesting uh, because the, the water then becomes the judgment. Uh, it becomes the, the judgment that is set forth by God, the punishment set forth by God, that is the punishment for the, the sins of the people. And so then in his mind, he makes that jump to baptism. So baptism um, is the sign of the covenant. It's the, the way that we know that we belong to God. It is a symbol of our belonging to God's people. Um, it's an outward sign of an inward reality. And part of baptism we know is cleansing, uh, but it's interesting because Peter says it's it's not just removing the dirt from you, okay? Um, it is an appeal to God for a good conscience. In, in other words, it's turning uh, to the Lord to be cleansed, which is a different thing uh, than an outward cleansing. It's an inward cleansing of the conscience. It's an inward cleansing of the mind. It's an inward cleansing of the spirit. It's a change that happens when we are united to God in the Holy Spirit and in baptism. Now, there's all kinds of thoughts about baptism and those things. Now, what does this have to do with Noah? And this is kind of an interesting, brilliant point. So just as the ark saved people from the judgment of the water, uh, baptism, uh, in a sense, is us uh, being saved by the water and cleansed by the water. And uh, so the, the analogy is... Again, this idea that we are saved uh, by Christ. It says, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven, and God is at the right hand of God, with angels, authorities, and powers, and having being subjected to him, having everything subjected to him. Uh, we get the idea here that Jesus is the one who saved. Jesus is the ark. Uh, 
okay? And baptism is our way to be united to Christ in the ark. He is the way that we are delivered, okay? This is the way our sin is removed, our new life comes. These folks passed safely through the waters, okay? And that is what baptism is. And baptism, again, outward sign of an inward reality, baptizo, baptizo means uh, to be united to, to be uh, linked with, to be closely connected to. Uh, and so when we think of waters, uh, we we think of us being united with Christ. And so we experience Christ, Christ's death, Christ, Christ's resurrection and victory as our own victory. Uh, rather than us saving ourselves, rather than us being good enough, rather than fill in the blank, whatever we might think, it is only by Christ that we are saved. So the baptism itself does not save us. That is not what Peter is saying here. What Peter is saying here is what saves us is our unity with Christ. It's our unity with Christ that saves us. And baptism is this outward sign of this inward unity. Christ is the ark uh, of the, and we join the ark by ironically getting in the water. Um, that's the best explanation I can give you guys. And as I told you, these passages for me are mysterious in some ways. Like I don't fully get them. Even if I look into it a little bit, it still gets a little confusing to me. The best explanation I can give you is baptism doesn't save us, but it is important. And then being baptized with Christ, though, does save you. Being united with Christ does save you. Um, and the, the water baptism is this outward sign of the inward reality that we've been baptized, that we've been brought in with Christ. And so it's important that we as people respond to the Holy Spirit's call in our life and embrace Christ and then uh, we know that we, again, have been saved just as he has been saved. Okay, I, I will uh, leave that at that. And we will be resurrected as he is resurrected and all that great stuff. Okay, that's enough. Thank you for listening. And everyone have a great rest of your day. This is a ministry of R2 Legacy.